1: at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page, check out past shows, and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You know, when we think about getting ready for retirement, a lot comes into play. Um, Am I the right age? Do I have enough saved? Is my 401k or IRA robust enough? Where am I going to live? I'm sure many of you listening right now who are close to retirement ask yourselves these very questions every day, but here's another just as important question I'd urge you to ask yourself. What do I need to be happy during retirement? See during today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at some of the lesser discussed elements that are in my opinion, absolutely essential to a happy and fulfilling retirement. But before we jump into today's topic, let me introduce my co host, Tony Shore, who contributes to my happiness in many ways, including the fact that I beat him every year in fantasy football. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: You wish, right? I just had you my first wish.
1: loss last this week, so
0: oh, oh. I, I had a I had a big win this week. Nice, so. yeah. Well, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is my quarterback. Oh yeah, they racked up about what forty one points. I oh think. my goodness, yes, the yes. Chiefs did. <laughs> yes. So well, good for yeah. you. <laughs> the, How you yeah. doing, buddy? Good. I am doing great, Albert. <laughs> I, I've had a good week. Just busy. Um, uh, had a little sinus infection last week, but getting over that. Uh, you know, this week I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Fall is my favorite time of year. I've said it before on the show. I'll mm-hmm. say it again. I absolutely love it, but, uh, I've been in the thick of financial planning myself with oh. dealing with my parents and my grandfather passed a so dealing with his estate and trying, yes. to, trying to sort it all out and, um, help my mom and dad with that. And thanks to your advice, you know, uh, really, uh, know what to do. And that, that's very helpful in these situations. Yes. So I encourage everybody to have a plan in place and to make sure they've communicated with their loved ones, their spouse, uh, their, uh, children. And that's, that's hugely important. Uh, I saw some, you know, I saw some gaps in my grandfather's planning that led to, you know, a little bit of infighting between his children and, you know, you want to avoid that, you know,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah. So uh, speaking of avoiding problems, we're talking about happiness in retirement. And Mm -hmm. you know, uh, after all, having the money you need for retirement is essential, but you also have to devise a strategy to use that money for your happiness, right? So what do, you have, what do you have for me today?
1: Well, you know, a, a Klippinger article, uh, Seven Surprisingly Valuable Assets for a Happy Retirement, uh, actually nicely articulates many of the things I bring up to my clients. Uh, the article first notes something that I think is really important. You don't have to be super wealthy to enjoy a truly rewarding retirement. You know, a solid financial strategy and the discipline to live within the parameters of that strategy is really all you need. In fact, there's even data to support that notion. Now, the article points to a, a Purdue University study that found life satisfaction tops out at an annual salary of about ninety five thousand dollars. So, while any good financial services professional will tell you it's essential to have a strategy that seeks to prevent you from outliving your money or facing disaster because of medical expenses, um, is important. It's just as important to develop habits, though, that make you happy as well.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's a great point. Uh, Obviously, habits for happiness. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about here, right? So what is the first happiness (laughs) habit you have for us?
1: (laughs) Well, according to a study referenced in the article, more retirees say good health is the thing that's most important to them. Makes sense, right? Well, After decades of hard work and prudent savings, you want to be able to enjoy retirement. And here's the deal. It's never too late to improve your health. See, people who become physically active and careful with their diet even later in life exhibit significantly lower risk for things like heart disease. And they also have a reduced death rate compared to their peers, according to the article. Now, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention suggest 150 to 300 minutes of moderately intense physical activity every week.
0: Right. Yeah, well, that's good. Obviously, you want to keep going. That's the key to longevity and happiness. Uh, health is huge. And if ever there was a good reason to take a long morning <laughs> walk, right? Right.
1: Well, a bristrow actually is a terrific option here. Uh, Something as simple as walking at least 7,500 steps per day can actually provide an array of physical and mental health benefits. See, walking regularly has also been shown to lower blood pressure and slash the risk of dementia. Now, the article also explains that walking has been shown to also improve longevity and creativity.
0: Wow, need to get out there and start walking. So <laughs> yes, uh, I, I usually set my goal each day for five thousand steps, but I got to bump it up. Twenty five hundred
1: more, yes, buddy.
0: Yep. Well, what's another habit that can help make retirement happier for us?
1: Well, the next potentially critical habit is to maintain strong social connections. You know, as I'm sure many of our listeners are already uh, keenly aware, social isolation during retirement is potentially very harmful to both your physical and mental health. In fact, the article highlights that social isolation has been linked to increased rates of heart disease and stroke. Higher rates of dementia and more instances of anxiety and depression.
0: Well, yeah, and that's that's something you want definitely want to avoid in, in retirement. And you hear about it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with kicking back on the balcony with a great book, right? Once in a while, I like doing that. So. <laughs> As long as you spend an equal amount of time with the grandkids, friends, or volunteering, you know, stay socially active as well.
1: Oh, absolutely, Tony. Um, In fact, I'm glad you brought up volunteering. Uh, I've had clients who talk happily and excitedly about their volunteering activities during our appointments and check-ins. In fact, during my career as a financial services professional, I've been basically struck again and again by just how much joy many of my clients get from volunteering. Now, whether it's giving your time, let's say at a food bank, animal shelter, a charity, fun run, or a grandkids' elementary school, there are just so many great and rewarding opportunities waiting for you out there.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of opportunities, actually. And we're obviously a financial show here. So tell us about how, in your experience, healthy retirement habits that we're talking about today, like exercising, eating well, avoiding isolation. How are they a part of a financial strategy? What is it? How does it tie in there?
1: Well, you know, at my firm, yeah, at my firm, we start by walking clients through first income strategies, then insurance options, 401ks, IRAs, and a lot more. But it's what we're good at and what we're passionate about. But I also encourage my clients to think about their financial strategies as broadly as possible. For example, The longer you maintain good health, the better your chances of maintaining enough cash and other assets to provide you with the freedom and flexibility to maintain your ideal retirement lifestyle. So clearly, healthy habits are part of a solid financial strategy.
0: Well, there you go. But you need to have a plan in place. So now would be a good time to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation to look at their overall financial plan or create one.
1: Yeah. You know what, listeners, you can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. That's Kaizen, K-A-I-Z-E-N. Or call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your retirement income.
0: All right. Well, that sounds great. Now, you've been talking about some of these non-financial assets that are essential to our ability to enjoy a happy fulfilling and financially stable retirement. And you talked about, we've talked about health, avoiding isolation, you know, staying social in retirement. Those are two key habits that are going to really help make your retirement last longer and more enjoyable. What's another positive habit you have to tell us about?
1: Well, the next habit from the Kiplinger article, seven surprisingly valuable assets for a happy retirement. Um, Well, it's finding your purpose, you know? So now On the one hand, some of you may think that you had a purpose during your long career and retirement is all about not having a purpose and just going where the wind takes you. But on the other hand, having a purpose can provide you with very real physical and emotional rewards. You know, earlier in the show, we noted how volunteering is a great way to avoid social isolation, but volunteering is also a way to find purpose during retirement. Uh, In fact, the article references a study that found retirees were three times more likely to stay, uh, well, I should say, to say helping people in need brings them more joy in retirement than spending money on themselves. Now, just as importantly, those who volunteered or donated money to important causes indicated they felt a larger sense of purpose, improved self-esteem, and were generally happier and healthier. Now, a quick Google search will likely provide you with a very long list of outstanding charity and nonprofit organizations right in your own community that would love to have someone just like you give some of your time. The website, though, VolunteerMarch.org also allows you to search volunteer opportunities by city and categories like animals, arts, health, literacy, and much more. So once again, that's VolunteerMarch.org.
0: All right. That's valuable information. That sounds great. And I know a lot of people like to do volunteer work or charity work or work with their church in retirement. That's always a great idea. And, you know, talented and dedicated volunteers are essential for nonprofits, charities, and churches. Uh, So what's next? Well, you know, becoming a lifelong
1: learner is another healthy habit that may help you enjoy a longer and more rewarding retirement. According to the article, many experts are convinced that continuing education and a commitment to learning new things is a powerful way to keep yourself mentally sharp. As had been shown time and time again by article after article, your brain needs as much exercise as the rest of your body. Now, Kiplinger references the following quote from a Harvard Medical School newsletter, quote, challenging your brain with mental exercise is believed to activate processes that help maintain individual brain cells and stimulate communication among them, end quote.
0: You know, Albert, I'm certainly intrigued by that quote. What are some of the simple ways to exercise the brain then? Well,
1: oh, maybe as simple as doing a crossword puzzle every day. Uh, because as one study determined, people with dementia who did a daily crossword puzzle slowed the onset of memory decline by a little more than two and a half years. But if crossword puzzles aren't your thing, you still have a variety of options. Focus on finding an activity that you will enjoy and that's relatively new to you so that you'll have to exercise your mind to get the hang of it. Now, senior centers, local colleges, and your school district's community education department are often great resources for finding classes and activities.
0: All right. Well, yeah, and that's a great, those are great tips, because obviously uh, you want to take care of that. And I also know that the National Institute on Aging's website, that's a good site, They have activities that can provide retirees with learning opportunities as well.
1: Definitely. Now, here's a big one, and I think it relates to a lot of people lately, but being an optimist is another healthy habit that may help fuel a happy retirement. Uh, Kiplinger notes that an optimistic attitude has been shown to lower your odds of developing cardiovascular disease and other chronic illnesses. The article also points to a National Academy of Sciences study that found that optimistic people live longer. In fact, optimistic women had a 50% higher chance of making it to age 85 and optimistic men had a 70% greater chance of hitting that age milestone. So uh, I think we need to all turn off the news and be more optimistic, I'm just saying. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Too much negativity. You, you want some positivity, mm-hmm. I think is what you're saying. Correct. Right? Um, uh, but you know, that's probably not something that necessarily you can develop, uh, you, you know, sometimes you're either an optimist or you're not, right? Well, actually, you know, you can train yourself to be an optimist, Tony. Uh,
1: in fact, Kiplinger explains that multiple studies have shown people can develop a more optimistic mindset with simple exercises like reframing a situation in a more positive way. As you begin to do that more and more, you slowly rewire your brain to be optimistic.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, that's that's really good. I stand corrected then. And I'm definitely going to uh, try that reframing trick. I like it. There you go. Now, similar to
1: optimism, being grateful is another powerful habit that may make your overall life happier. A study highlighted in the article uh, notes that people who took time to acknowledge their blessings actually had a more positive outlook on life in general, reported fewer health problems, and were more likely to help others.
0: Well, I'll tell you what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for you in and the and show <laughs> I, each week, right? I appreciate right? you as well, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> what's a what's another healthy uh, tip you have for us? Well,
1: now here's healthy habit tip that I love. Get a pet. Yes. Ah,
0: yeah, I love pets. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Science shows that a loyal pup provides some very real health benefits to their human body. Um, older people who walk their dog at least once a day gets 20% more activity than people without a dog. Research has also shown that dogs may help ease suffering from cognitive decline and that owning a dog may even boost a person's longevity. Now, if you're not in a position to have a dog, cats and birds are lower maintenance options that also provide companionship and potential health benefits.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Can you remind our listeners out there uh, how healthy personal habits uh, relate to financial strategy again? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, again, the goal of a financial strategy is to utilize your assets in a way that, well, helps you enjoy the kind of retirement you really want. For many people, a financial strategy contains a limited amount of assets because most of us aren't independently wealthy. Therefore, emphasizing your physical and mental health as much as possible may improve your chances of not outliving your assets.
0: Right. Right. And that's really important. So we're talking here about healthy habits that can help retirement be more enjoyable and rewarding. Uh, What's the next tip you have for us?
1: Well, let's move forward with our retirement theme. But next, focus on some of its more nuts and bolts financial components. Uh, Another article, U.S. News and World Report, 10 Retirement Rights of Passage has actually some valuable insights. Uh, The first rite of passage the article notes is meeting your personal retirement savings goal. As any financial services professional will tell you, this rite of passage is a really big deal because it provides you with some great options. Uh, In fact, this level of financial confidence means you can now leave your job whenever you want, or if not that, to propose a part-time or flexible work situation. Basically, meeting this goal means you can now call more of your own shots. You should also take time to pat yourself on the back a bit because this is a true accomplishment. Your pot of savings combined with Social Security, a pension maybe, investment earnings, and distributions from your retirement accounts may mean you now have the assets you need to not just survive retirement, but to thrive in it.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point, but in order to do that, um obviously, and meet that savings goal, you need to know what that goal is for you, or for you and your spouse. And the way to do that is to talk to somebody like yourself, right, Albert, and you can help them formulate a plan, figure out what their goal is. And then once they meet that, that's going to definitely make them happy in retirement and uh, just the ability to retire. I'm sure some of the listeners out there have a dollar amount in mind, what they want to have saved before retirement. Some do, some don't, but finding out what that number is and then hitting it is going to be a great accomplishment. And that's something we all need to do.
1: Yes. You're absolutely right in that, Tony. In fact, I always preach to every, every individual, know your numbers, you know, cause you, do, if you don't know your numbers, then what do you know what to hit? See? So that's a great point. Now, another potentially great uh, moment is, well, telling your boss you're retiring. And no, that doesn't only apply if you dislike your boss and can't wait to get you know them out of your <laughs> life. It's merely just one of those moments that tells you and the people in your professional orbit that it's finally happening. You're retiring. And in some cases, you may be able to help your boss find your replacement, which is another good feeling for any professional.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and don't forget about that free cake on your last day that a lot of. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know that's what that's what you'd be thinking about, Albert, Right, the three, free cake. Free cake. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I know one thing, another huge and important milestone is qualifying for penalty free withdrawals from your retirement accounts. Now, this is the moment when, after three or four decades of saving for retirement, you can finally get your hands on some of that cash. You know, I mean, once you reach 59 and a half, you no longer staring at a potential 10% early withdrawal penalty if you want to take money out of your individual retirement account. Additionally, those who are at least 55 actually have the ability to take withdrawals out of their most recent 401k without getting slapped with the penalty. Wow. One note here though, income taxes will be due though on each of your withdrawals from your traditional 401ks and IRAs.
0: Yikes. Well, and the the phrase "early withdrawal penalty" is one that uh, comes up fairly often our on our show, and it, it gives me the willies. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to pay that, right?
1: Wait a minute. Are the willies and the heebie uh, jeebies the same thing, Tony? He? The heebie jeebies. That's <laughs> yeah. one
0: I haven't heard in a while. We're dating ourselves, yes, but uh, yeah, I think they pretty much mean the same thing.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, Well, along the same lines as uh, no longer being subject to early withdrawal penalties, taking your first required minimum distribution is actually another significant retirement milestone. See, once you hit 72, you're required to take withdrawals from your traditional retirement accounts every year. And again, income taxes will be required for each of those distributions. Now, the penalty for missing a required minimum distribution is a whopping 50% of the amount that you should have withdrawn. Yes, it's possible that you may be able to push back your required minimum distribution from your current 401k if you're still working. Now, you may also be able to avoid income tax on an IRA distribution you donate to a qualifying charity, according to the article, which also notes that distributions from Roth IRAs are generally not required during retirement.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. And that's that's uh, that's obviously huge. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up as well. So uh, I'm guessing that uh, the article touts Social Security is a major milestone for people as well. Right? Oh my gosh, it, it definitely does indeed. Uh,
1: in fact, Americans begin paying into Social Security as soon as they get their first job as a teenager, which means after several decades of work, Collecting that money, well, it's a rewarding feeling. Uh, But the longer you wait to collect, obviously, the more rewarding your Social Security milestone may be. Though you can begin collecting Social Security when you turn 62, your monthly payments will be smaller if you claim benefits before your full retirement age, which is 66 for most baby boomers and 67 for folks born in 1960 or after now, month, yeah. monthly payments increase for each additional year you avoid claiming your benefit, all the way up until you turn seventy. Wow. Okay.
0: So the, it'll grow the longer you wait, but the longer you wait, the fewer checks you get. So you have to find that. <laughs> right. You have to find that balance for you. And I know you have a report you can run for people to help them. It's the Social Security maximization report that'll show them where their sweet spot could be, and that's that's huge. And you know, I know there are a lot of milestones out there, uh, like Medicare, for example. So, I think the biggest takeaway from this segment is: Hey, if you aren't already, you should be working closely with a financial services professional, Albert, somebody like yourself, and and they can tell you more about what these milestones may mean for you.
1: Right. No, that's definitely right, Tony. Um, milestones are big, and you know, as many people already know. When you do look at your milestone for let's say uh medicare you know you want to begin three months before you turn 65 uh to sign up uh basically and along with social security medicare is Absolutely critical component of a solid financial strategy for many Americans. Now, a financial service professional will be able to build Social Security, Medicare, and other retirement milestones into your overall financial strategy. But you need to make sure you're working with one that provides a full-fledged
0: financial plan, though. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, this has been a great show. We're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go, Albert? You know, just if you have questions
1: about retirement milestones or how healthy habits may be able to help you preserve your assets, please visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. Thank you, folks.
0: All right. Thanks, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. implementation.